Welcome back to the Show Me Show for episode seven. I am Luke Newhouse with my co-host Cam Milheiser. And we are back for a little bit of a bonus episode here. Um, this one should be released in the midweek. Um, probably won't be as long, but uh, we do think it's important to get the – this will be strictly a college basketball March Madness kind of preview. So uh, Wednesday is like the perfect day to release it because most of the games will start on Thursday. Um, so we have the bracket in front of us right now. Freshly printed. Yeah. It, we, in color. Yeah. Selection show just got done about 40 minutes ago. So the bracket's been out a little less than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of interesting matchups here. Yeah. That, there's yeah. also a lot of teams that got left out that aren't on this bracket that yeah. we thought maybe probably should be. One in particular that I just can't believe it. Um, but I think as Luke's alluded to in some of the prior episodes, it just feels good to have this piece of paper in our hand. The bracket. All 68 teams. West, South, East, Midwest. It just feels good to have it. Can't wait to fill it out here soon. I'm, I'm so happy. It takes a little time to, you know, do some brain math in your head to figure out who's going to win. Yeah, I just, I, oh, look at this. I was having so much fun just watching the selection. So watching the teams just get revealed one by one, trying to guess which teams would be where. It's, it's just so fun to just see this bracket with all 68 teams. Oh, yeah. And uh, so Gonzaga, the one seed, Arizona, the one seed in the south. Gonzaga was the one seed in the west. Uh, Midwest, Kansas, one seed. Baylor, the number one seed in the east, which is also we think is the hardest region. Oh, yeah. This bracket. Gauntlet. It's that's filled. That's also where your North Carolina will play. Yep. As North the Carolina seeded number eight. Set to face off against Marquette, but there's just so many good teams in this side. Baylor, UCLA, Virginia Tech is hot. Purdue, Kentucky, Murray State. Mm-hmm. It's just brutal. I mean, side. this is uh, Kentucky is probably the best two seed on this bracket. Purdue is probably the best three seed on this bracket, um, and UCLA is with the exception of maybe Illinois, is the best four seed on this bracket, I think. Uh, all four of those teams, including Baylor, obviously have a great chance to win the title. Um, and, you know, and that doesn't include St. Mary's, who we don't know a whole lot about, and Texas also, mm-hmm. six, one of the best six seeds. So this is an absolute gauntlet. Murray State, the seven seed. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Indiana actually had a really, really terrible draw in this yeah. bracket, having to play the play-in game and then be sat in at the 12 seed in this region of the bracket. That's a terrible draw. Yeah. And they play it Wyoming, who has kind of fallen, fallen from the oh, top yeah. of the mountain here lately. <laughs> but Good, uh, good uh, analogy because they yeah. in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, seriously, I mean – they did have to fight their way into this tournament, and it was they fought their way into this tournament via the Big Ten tournament. I don't know if they were going to get in if it wasn't for the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. So 
But I think a lot of people, because of that tournament, they had obviously the big win over Illinois, had them higher. Like they had them as maybe a 10 seed or an 11 seed mm-hmm. uh, and not in the play-in game. And I think that goes to show that the committee doesn't really care about conference tournaments that much. Uh, we saw that with Texas A&M. Yeah. Did and not get in. Texas A&M, I think that's the biggest snub of this whole tournament. Yeah. I mean, they literally won eight of their last 10 in the SEC. And then most importantly, in my eyes, they beat Arkansas in the SEC tournament. And most importantly, they beat Auburn in the SEC tournament. And just for, you know, some background here, Auburn was the five seed in this entire bracket, but they're the two seed in the Midwest. And then Arkansas is the four seed in the West. But Texas A&M doesn't get in. Instead, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. So they have some representation, (laughs) but uh, maybe not the representation they were looking for. Um, I I honestly can't believe that. Texas A&M went 23-11. and They're currently on a seven-game winning streak before the loss. Actually, no. 23-12, and 12, I'm 20. pretty sure. Oh, because that doesn't include today's loss. Yeah, 23 Okay, 23-12. and, 12. and 12, Currently on a, before they lost today, a seven-game winning streak. I think that's a postseason team, and they play in the SEC. That is a team that got snubbed. And not only were they like the first team out or the second team out, they were the fourth team out. Yeah. They're behind teams like Dayton and SMU. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I can see. They fought really hard, too, and they had some amazing wins this year. I think they had, like, the most top 15 wins. Yeah. They They just had a lot of losses. The the losses that they had killed them, they lost Oklahoma State and Kansas State, and uh, I think they lost to West Virginia once, too. Those losses just killed them. You can't have those losses if you want to get in the tournament. Um, Yeah, we compare – the Big 12 basketball conference, very comparable to the SEC West football conference. They just beat the hell out of each other, and it's hard to get wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, one thing I do like to note, BYU and Xavier, both not in the bracket and also not even in the first four out either. So that means they weren't even close to the bracket, which Good. I love to see because Xavier, not only did they have a bad record, but they didn't really have a lot of big wins, and BYU – they didn't hardly play anyone either, and they didn't have near enough big wins to get in. So very happy to see. Um, the surprising thing is is that this morning when the selection committee made this bracket, Dayton was in. Yeah, they, they said were, that. Yeah, the, the guy that came on they after really the show. Dayton. Yeah, Dayton actually, they only got kicked out because Richmond won, which is in the same conference as Dayton, won their conference tournament yep. this morning. So they get the automatic bid knock out Dayton, and uh, yeah, that's kind of funny that they had Dayton there of all teams, you know, ahead of Texas A&M and, and BYU even. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of them being in the tournament, but Dayton should not have been in the tournament either. So um, I think Michigan got a really, really good draw for their record, 17 and 14. Incredible is what it is. Not only are they an 11 seed, not only do they have to – do they skip the play-in round? They don't have to go to Dayton to play these games, the, the play-in games. But they probably get one of the easiest six seeds behind maybe Alabama in this tournament. Yeah, Colorado I mean, State. Colorado State is damn good. But 
Michigan's battle tested. Yeah. So I mean, they play in by measures this year. Who got the most teams in? Nine, freaking nine from the Big Ten. Um, Michigan uh, beat a lot of those teams from the Big Ten. Yeah. So I mean, could be rough draw for more for Colorado State. Yeah. But also, you know, with how Indiana played down the stretch, we think both of us think that Indiana should have been seated where Michigan is at least. Oh yeah, uh, Michigan. Indiana got probably the worst draw in all of this. Um, Michigan, I that actually did have a screw up on my thread uh, a while ago, a few days ago. Michigan lost to Indiana in the tournament. I did tweet out as part of the thread. Michigan has been officially eliminated. Turns out they actually aren't officially eliminated yet. So I'm really hoping for them to uh, lose as soon as possible so that I can get that monkey off my back because that's like over oh my God. and I'm not going back and deleting 100 teams and retyping them out again. So they're just going to be in the thread. Can you not just delete one tweet in the thread? Uh, you can, but then all the other ones after get deleted. Are you serious? Yeah. I had no idea about that. Wow. That is so, that makes it even way worse. Wow. Yeah, I took a risk when it first happened. I knew that they still were a bubble team, but I didn't think they would get in. So I took a risk in tweeting that out. And uh, you know, with Richmond and Virginia Tech winning their conference tournaments, I thought for sure Michigan was not going to make it, or at least be in the first four, um, like the first four games. Not the case though. Um, severely overrated, I think Michigan. Really tough draw here for Indiana and uh Rutgers is in though yeah I'm glad the fighting Shianos are in I don't know how to feel about them they went on that one stretch where they beat like everybody in the big 10 Michigan (laughs) State yeah yeah Purdue no they didn't beat Purdue that was the one team they did beat um yeah they went through a gauntlet right there and they just won every single game Iowa I think was in those games um but they kind of fell off towards the end of the year. So they do have a tough matchup in Notre Dame on Wednesday night, I do believe. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so after this, uh, this, this episode will probably come out after Indiana-Wyoming play. So Indiana may be out already. Um, Texas Southern and Texas A&M Corpus Christi should have played last night as well. Um I kind of hope Texas A&M Corpus Christi wins just for the memes, but <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think one thing that I love in the playing games, two of the playing games are beautiful. Rutgers, Notre Dame, and Wyoming, Indiana. Those are awesome games to be playing games. All four of those teams are awesome. Down Late in the season, obviously Notre Dame not playing as great, and Rutgers kind of sliding a little bit. But they had a hot stretch there for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And then Bryant and Wright State, Peter Kiss and Bryant. I hope that they destroy Wright State so that they have to play Arizona. No. That will be fun. You should have seen. Arizona, I think, will still win. And, you know, especially if you guys don't have Kerr, you know, Mm. know, your defense suffocated UCLA. I'm talking about Arizona. And, uh, it will just be fun to watch the nation's leading scorer, Peter Kiss, against Arizona's defense. I think it just be fun. Well, fun Arizona, it, it would it would be fun to see the nation's leading scorer versus the nation's leading scoring team in Arizona. Yeah. That would be fun. Take the over in that game. 
you should have seen the reaction on my face whenever I saw that we drew Bryant for the first round. I was in complete. That was the one team because I knew we were getting a one. That was the one 16 seed. I didn't want to play. I would have been perfectly fine with Norfolk state or the Kansas draw of the Texas Southern Texas A&M Corpus Christi. That's it. Kansas. Can we talk about Kansas for a second? And the cakewalk that they have as the number three, one seed. Uh, so obviously they got probably the, literally they did get the worst two 16 seeds. They're ranked 67 and 68 by the selection committee in this bracket. So they literally got the two worst um, San Diego state and Creighton. You got a non power five school and another power five school that came from the big East and had quite a bit of losses. Um, Iowa is a tough draw at five for Kansas, especially for a big 10 champion. Yeah. They're coming in. They're hot. They got a lot of white people on their team. Um, <laughs> Fran McCaffrey finally won something, so he might actually get a little bit of – Fran McCaffrey's their head coach. He might actually get a little bit of confidence from that win where they might go on a run here. Other than that, uh, any threat to Kansas in that side of the bracket. If Wisconsin and Johnny Davis get hot, I could see it. But here's one thing about that. Kansas did have the number one two seed by how they rated it. They said that Auburn was number five in this whole bracket. Yeah, they're kind Auburn, of falling though, off. Is, yeah, exactly. Auburn as of late, man, they're just not they're not hitting their shots that they were hitting at the beginning in the middle of the season. So Jamari Smith is not the same guy he was at the beginning. Yeah. They're gonna really need, as much as I hate to say it, Walker Kessler step up and uh maybe throw in a few more buckets than he's used to throwing in and then continue to play stellar defense. Um they're gonna have to be a great perimeter defense team here in this first round. Jacksonville State, great from shooting outside. Yeah. I we were watching the selection show and Clark Kellogg seemed to love Jacksonville State, so they kind of get a uh a cupcake uh bid here due to the Bellarmine situation. Mm -hmm. But they got an opportunity here to be a 15 seed that knocks off a two yeah. seed, a struggling, not a struggling two seed. I mean, Auburn's still a very good team, but you know what I mean? You know, obviously St. Peter's isn't going to be that team that knocks off Kentucky. That's no. just not going to happen. Uh, Can't believe they're right. – Cal State Fullerton is not going to be the team that knocks off Duke. Um I'm not going to say Delaware. No, I'm not going to say the Blue Hens have no shot against Villanova. Um, but Jacksonville State over Auburn is definitely the best chance the 15 seed has this year. Especially right now, like we just said, the way Auburn's playing. Mm -hmm. Auburn's not hitting their shots, and Jacksonville State, while, while they didn't reach the tournament championship, they're still playing pretty well. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think that is the best shot that we have at CNA. Two over fifteen. Uh, what are some of your or fifteen over yeah. two? Sorry. So I have a few potential upsets that I'd like to look at, and usually it's the twelve over five seeds that get the the most attention. I have a lot of thirteen seeds this year that could actually uh, make some noise. My best one that I'm probably actually going to pick to win: South Dakota State over Providence. I'm not a big fan of Providence. I know you are. A lot of people are buying into the Ed Cooley. Alligator blood. Alligator blood, baby. And it's true. They do pull out some wins at the end of the year. But ultimately, I they did in the uh, Big East tournament this week. They were playing Butler, and they were losing the whole game. And somehow at the end, I checked, and I'm like, Providence won. 
you know, somehow they they fought it out and won at the end. And after that game, I was like, well, maybe I should get on the Providence train. Maybe this actually is a good team. Very next night, they lost to Creighton, I'm pretty sure. And they got blown out. Yeah, it was bad. 85 58. Frauds. Providence is frauds. If you do pick them to win that game, that's fine, but they will get destroyed by Iowa in the next round. That's all I'm saying. All I will say. They will not make it to the Sweet 16. They did lose in a palindrome. Okay. So we'll just, you never know. Palindrome could play some kind of effect into. Winning in a palindrome game against South Dakota State. Yeah, I I see what you mean. They, the reason why I think you and plenty of other people don't believe in them is because, well, wait a minute. Why are they even in these tough situations in the first place if they're that good? You know what I mean? Yep. Like, why are they losing to these teams to start with and then having to make these master comebacks with, you know, high-pressure shots down the stretch of their games? Because sometimes, you know, those show those shots just don't really fall in the tournament. Sometimes they do, though. And it it wouldn't. Here's another thing, though. I think you can even agree to this because you just said this. It wouldn't shock me though either if Providence beat South Dakota State on a buzzer beater three. Yeah, and that would suck for South Dakota State. Um, but one thing that I do want to talk about with South Dakota State is that they their record is thirty and four. They are one of. Three 30-win teams this year. Arizona obviously being one uh, at 31 wins. They they bring the most wins into this tournament out of any team. And Murray State is the other one. They are 30-2. and two. So that's another thing you have to look at with South Dakota State. I think they went undefeated in their conference. I'm checking it right now. They lost to Alabama. Uh, they lost to... Missouri State, that's kind of a tough loss. They lost to Idaho. <laughs> oh, wow. And, no, they, they did have one conference loss, it looks like. But then they got hot. Was. Yeah, they haven't lost since – was it before Christmas? Win, 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 win. I feel like I'm singing a song right now. No, since uh, December 15th against Missouri State. Oh, they, haven't lost. Lost. they haven't lost since Christmas. Since before, before Christmas. Christmas, yes, that's almost three months ago. Christmas yeah. was, and that was the last. No, actually, yeah, December fifteenth would be three months by the time this shows out. Yeah, by the time that they play again. So they are hot. Oh, they lost to Washington as well. Who mm. was so, a bubble team for a little bit? Yeah, on the fringe. Yeah, and, you know they beat teams like Montana State, who's in the tournament. Um. George Mason, coached by Kim English. They beat Washington State on the road. Wazoo. Yeah, that's a big win. Um, and then obviously they ran through their conference, went undefeated against every single team, um, pretty much handily winning every single game up until the championship where they had a close one with North Dakota State. That's that a rivalry a game, though, so yeah. that makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, it's a championship game. Um, Iowa and Richmond, that's a tough draw for both Iowa and Richmond. Um, Iowa, that is such a miss seat. That is a miss by the committee on that one. I don't care if they don't really look at the conference tournaments here other than the auto bids. Iowa should have been higher than a five seed. That's They're playing right. They just won the Big Ten championship, and the Big Ten has nine teams in this tournament. I just and don't. They just beat all of them. They beat Purdue, who's a three seed, pretty handily. They are hot. 
right now. I and just they have so much experience. I just don't get how they couldn't take the tournaments into account. They're still they're high they're higher pressure games than regular season. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just that's just a fact. And you know, back to the Texas A&M thing, just real quick. You know, I'm just thinking about it here. Alabama went 19 and 12. Texas A&M went 23 and 12, and they also made it to the SEC championship. So that just shows right there that maybe they just really do not look that much into the tournament games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jay Billis would pick Arizona to lose in the Final Four. Um, yeah, I mean, but every single bracketologist that I looked at this morning had Texas A&M in the tournament. So I don't know if the loss to Tennessee really made that big of a difference or if the bracketologists were just way off. Yeah, I mean, they did lose by 15. And like I was telling you earlier when I was watching that game, it was like the closest it seemed like they were able to get down, you know, towards the end of the game was 13. So I guess maybe it's just like, oh, Cinderella running out of luck here. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what they saw. But – I don't know. I still feel like they had enough to get in for sure. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, so uh, that was one of my upsets. Another one that you have to look at is um, Loyola Chicago over Ohio State. I think that'll be a very, very popular pick. And understandably, Ohio State is struggling right now. They've lost another wonky they, record. Yeah, they've, they've been losing a lot here as of late. Loyal Chicago obviously has Sister Jean and the Nun Power on their side. I would pick them. Um, Chattanooga is another team you have to look at. I know they got some national attention last week when they hit that buzzer beater to clinch. Um, you know, if they didn't miss that or if they didn't make that shot, Berman goes to the champ or goes to the tournament instead. Um, they play Illinois, which is a really tough draw for them because Illinois I think is a really good team, but they also have been really inconsistent this year but they still have the title roster. You know, it's like yeah. the Lakers. Like, the Lakers have the talent on the roster. They're just mm-hmm. playing right now. That's kind of what Illinois reminds me of. So well, LeBron's playing. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron's like Kofi. Yeah. Um, it'll be a fun matchup for sure, that one. That one has the potential to be an upset, but it also has the potential to be a blowout at the same time. So uh, UAB over Houston. This could be a fun one, oh, Jelly. Jelly, Jelly fam. Jelly Walker, Jelly Jordan Walker. If you don't know who that is, you'll learn his name pretty fast if he's able to upset Houston. Um, but you may have already learned his name in the tournament. Conference USA tournament, he dropped 40. They were a part of the triple overtime game against Middle Tennessee State, which ended a 102-98 victory for UAB, and then the Blazers took down L.A. Tech in the championship. Joey Walker dropped 40 against Mid-Tennessee State. And then earlier in the year, a month before the Mid-Tennessee State game, when he played Mid-Tennessee State during the regular season, he dropped 42 against them, and they also won. Stud guard. Stud guard. UAB's kind of been a favorite out of that conference all year. I know North Texas – has also been up there. Um, yeah, they UAB, dropped it. Yep. UAB also. Uh, I mean, they ultimately end up with the bid. They play Houston, which is a really good draw for them because Houston, while they have a good record, they don't have a lot of quality wins, and they're a very injured squad right now. 
Um, they did just win the American Athletic Conference Championship today, though. Dominated. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, they did dominate Memphis, who is very hot right now. So that'll be a fun matchup as well. Both those games uh, are in the Arizona bracket, so I will be enjoying those. Uh, hopefully those younger teams or the smaller teams can beat up on some of the big dogs uh, to help Arizona out here. Um, I don't care if we have a Mickey Mouse run. If, as long as we get to the Final Four, that's all that matters. I don't, I don't care who we have to beat to get there. Although we have a potentially really, really fun route here. And I don't want to get ahead of myself because Arizona does have a history of choking before the Final Four. Um, but I am going to pick them in the Final Four because they're a one seed and I want to root for my bracket at the same time as them. So um, hopefully we don't lose to a 16 seed. I know Bryant and Peter Kiss can can be a problem for us, but oh my God, I don't know what I would do if we would lost to them. That would um, be incredible. <laughs> that would be horrible. It would be incredibly sad for you, but for the sport, if oh Peter Kiss was able to like reach a sweet 16 solo, oh my God, that would be insane. Oh, okay, we're just going to pretend that doesn't happen and hope to God that doesn't. That game should be probably one of the last ones of the first round, I would assume. Um, probably a late-nighter. Yeah, on Friday night, um, which is fine because uh, yeah, it's like school. one time I don't have anything this week. So yeah, <laughs> um, Seton Hall, TCU, I think TCU will win that. See, I, Like I said, I like the Big East this year. Um, TCU is a fun team. They did beat Kansas a few weeks ago at Kansas or no at TCU. Um, so they have the potential to beat the big dog. That'll be a team that we actually have to look out for. But if we are able to get past those two teams and make it to the or the sweet 16, this is where it gets fun. Cause we have the potential potential to play Illinois, which we played earlier this year at Illinois and we beat them. So that would be a revenge game for Illinois, which would scare me a little bit, but it would also be, you know, a fun rematch. Um, and then if we were to win that, we could be looking at Tennessee here. And this is a rematch for us because this is the only team that we played and don't have a win against this year. Mm -hmm. you know, we lost to Colorado and UCLA, but we also beat them twice. So it's the only team that we don't have a winning record against this year that we played. Um, and this would be huge momentum for Arizona if we were able to go into Tennessee and – Revenge them up. Looks like Arizona women's team gets a four seed in the tournament. Kind of cool there. Um, yeah, I think right now you can do the same here in a second. I'm going to go ahead and give four locks that aren't one seed related. Not, none of them are two seed related. Okay, that's fair. Out of the West, lock. Connecticut over New Mexico State. Lock it in. That's a tough one. I I don't see I don't for me that's not a tough one. Well, I I will pick Connecticut in that, but I just don't know that much about New Mexico State. I never really do. It seems like they always are in the tournament, like as a twelve or thirteen seed. You just never know much about them, but they never really make any noise. Yeah, now nah, I don't see them doing that this year. I think twelve seeds are really high for them. I'm surprised they got the twelve over uh, South Dakota State, but and then in my East. Uh, my lock in the East, uh, pretty obvious, but you know, it's still my lock Purdue over Yale. I, no way, no way that the smarty pants people can out, can overtake Jaden Ivey and Zach Eady and Matt Painter. Yeah. I'm going to give a lock out of that one too. Um, and then for my South region, I have 
Tennessee over Longwood for sure. For sure. Not, no doubt about it. I know that you want them to bring the Longwood into the tournament. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tennessee's obviously the better team, but we'll see if Longwood brings the Longwood yeah. into the tournament. Yeah, so. Maybe they could go deep wood into the tournament. <laughs> it's a possibility, uh, but not for me. Tennessee <laughs> over Longwood, lock it in. I know I've given two, three over 14 picks. Nothing crazy. Uh, I do find it funny how Longwood, their mascot is the Lancers, which is another – it's another uh, term for a horse. So <laughs> just another fun fact about Longwood is that uh, they're horse. So yeah, long-wooded horses. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, so they pretend they, with the name like that, you got to have at least a little bit of worry. And then my lock of the Midwest region is Iowa over Richmond. Lock it in. That's who I would take. No question about it over the Spiders. Spiders are going to run out of gas here. Um, some My honorable mention in the Midwest, Wisconsin over Colgate, I don't think. I think Johnny Davis is going to be ready to go. Yep, but. that's my lock in that one. So. Um, I and, Okay, I'll give some locks too. Um, in, out of the East region, which is Baylor's, I'm going to say UCLA over Akron. I know the Zips, you know, out of the MAC, the MACTION, um, I just don't think they have the talent to compete with UCLA. UCLA, they've been kind of injured this year. That's what's kind of hindered their seed. But, you know, I watched them play against Arizona, and they are one hell of a team. They can play some basketball. They obviously made it to the Final Four. All the players that went to the Final Four last year are on the team this year. Important Look out for them to make another run to the Final Four. Um, the lock I have in the West region, which is Gonzaga's, is Texas Tech over Montana State. Montana State is simply, I mean, they won the Big Sky regular season and tournament championship, but they're just not on the same level as Texas Tech. No way Texas Tech loses that game. Um, another lock out of the, I'll go, I'll go with Tennessee and Longwood too, because I just, Tennessee is just really, really good. Um, obviously that Kennedy Chandler beast and out of the Midwest region, I'll say Wisconsin Colgate. Yeah. Colgate. I, I don't know much about them, but not going to do it. Yeah. I do know that they're toothpaste. So I don't true. really know if they can overtake Johnny Davis. So the breath may smell nice, but it ultimately just, it matters about what's on the court. Yeah, so I'd rather take Bucky. Bucky the Badger. Oh, okay. Um, now, obviously, the, the fun part about these tournaments is the 8-9 matchups and the 7-10 matchups. They're always toss-ups, right? Yeah. It's like 73 and 71 over the past, like, yeah. so-and-so years. I think seven the seven seeds, they're up by, like, 20 wins over the 10 seeds. It's a little bit more. But literally, the 8-9s is literally a toss-up game. Uh, I think – Nine actually may have more wins than eight by two. It's yeah. 73 71 in one direction or the other. They showed it. I'm not, I don't remember which one, but I think it's the nine. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pick, uh, I'll wait on that one. I'm gonna go ahead and pick ECU out of the south to beat Seton Hall. I'm gonna pick San Diego State to beat Creighton. Obviously, I'm not a big east guy. I'm gonna pick North Carolina over Marquette, obviously, and the eight nine Boise State and Memphis. Uh, that's a tough one. 
That I, one's freaking tough. <laughs> they're neck and neck teams, and they're both hot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Boise State for fun. Both blue. Yeah. Mm, I might go with Memphis. Both really I, cool. I both really cool Jersey schools. Mm-hmm. I'll go with Boise Especially State football because of potatoes. Yeah. Give. Yeah. Yeah. Give and a nod Broncos. to the potato bowl and the Broncos. They just acquired Russell Wilson, so they'll yeah, probably have some Russell Wilson true. magic on their side. Yeah, there's just a there's a lot of Tigers in this bracket. Memphis yeah. Tigers, LSU Tigers, Auburn Tigers. Yeah, there's a lot. For 7-10 matchups, I'm going to go ahead and give mine too. Um, pick the 10s this year. Davidson over Michigan State. Davidson's underrated. They did lose to Richmond today. Really tough game. Um, they got some Asian dude on their team. I forget what his name is, but he's a baller. Oh, yeah, um, number one. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what his name is, but he is a baller. He is – Davidson's just a fun team to watch, and you'll see them absolutely dismantle uh, Izzo. Some some call him March, actually, but his name is Izzo, and he will be demoted back to Tom Izzo, not Tom March, um, this year with a blowout with Davidson. Michigan State just doesn't have the firepower to compete. Loyal Chicago over Ohio State. I mentioned that earlier. Murray State and San Francisco. This is a tough one. This is a fun 7-10 matchup. This is a matchup that we don't know a lot about these teams. San Francisco started off the year really hot. Murray State finished the year really hot. Ultimately, I'm going with Murray State there. Um, 30 wins. You can't beat that. Um, USC and Miami. I don't know a lot about Miami. I know USC is a little bit of frauds, but I think seven <laughs> seed is a valid ranking for them. You know, a lot, with their record that they had, you can make an argument that they could be a four or five seed, especially with the type of wins that they had yeah. in that conference. Exactly, in that conference, conference of champions. In that conference, that's a Bill Walton. Honestly, with their record and their wins, they probably should have been a five seed. But I think maybe some of the people picked up that they're a little bit fraudulent. And so I think they're correctly rated here at a seven seed. And Miami is not – I think they're part of the weak ACC this year. I think they're uh, a victim of that. So I'm going to pick USC. Off the bat, I was a little – like I was talking about, UNC is in the death group, the death region. I'm already talking myself into a sweet 16. I can see – I can see us. I can see us beating Marquette. And then I can see us beating Baylor. After that, it's a little sketch, but I can see us beating up on a banged up Baylor team. Well, I I'm not real familiar with Baylor this year because I know they lost a lot of people to the draft. Jared Butler, Davion Mitchell, um, from their championship Jeez. team last year, um, and the one guy that had been there for like six years too. They lost. I figure what his name is, but he had been there for a long time. Um, but apparently they're really injured right now. They have a lot of injuries, so I could definitely see North Carolina doing that. Yeah, yeah, I will. That would just be fun. They've had a weird season, so it'd be nice to see uh, UNC make the Sweet Sixteen. It's been a little bit, yeah. but yeah, I'm talking myself into that for sure. I may pick it for fun too. Yeah, and I know, I know, I talked uh, earlier in a recent episode that sometimes picking against your team can help yourself, your morale a little bit, because if they lose, 
you're right. But if they win, you you don't even care. You know, they're moving on in the dance. So, Luke, not a fan of that. I, I respect that, what you're doing, though, too, if you just ride Arizona all the way. Oh, I didn't say I was picking them to win the championship yet. <laughs> I just said Final Four. I'd love to pick them to win the championship, but at the same time, I know it's probably not going to happen. So, Final Four for sure, I can guarantee that, though. I'll tell you this. Last night's game against UCLA may have won me over. Um, I, I haven't decided just yet, but Arizona might be my champ. And I'm sorry if that uh, makes you feel a little worried, but I'm, I'm pumped about that team. I think that they are incredible. Their defense at the end of that game was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. It's but you, you're talking about their defense. They're off. They're the top scoring offense in the league. I know. That's just the the defense is the cherry on top, and, and it's not just offense. And they're not like a big three point shooting team either. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't they don't shoot the lights out. Yeah, they are a highlight play team. They make fantastic passes. They are a phenomenal passing team. They're number one in assists in the nation, um, and they have some some of the most electric dunks that all those guys on that team can throw it down with force. And it is so fun to watch. This is the, this is the greatest basketball team I've ever watched. I don't watch a lot of NBA. So that's why, because I haven't consistently watched one team throughout the NBA, but this is the best team I've watched. The greatest basketball team I've ever watched like throughout one season. There's been some really fun Arizona teams too, uh, with, uh, you know, obviously the TJ McConnell years, the DeAndre Ayton season was a really fun one. A few years ago, whenever uh, I'm trying to think of what the what it was, I know uh, it, it was when we were banned from the league. It was Brandon Williams, Brandon Randolph. I think my favorite uh, Arizona Peter, that favorite, team was fun. My favorite Arizona team, I think, was the Gordon teams. Gordon, Aaron Gordon. Oh, Aaron Gordon, I. I didn't really watch a lot. I know. Time, I, yeah, I understand yeah. what you mean. That was so. Believe it or not, I know you know I'm a huge football guy now. But when I was younger, it was it was actually the opposite, and it wasn't the NBA. I did not like the NBA when I was younger because I thought this is going to sound so dumb. I thought the NBA players were too good. Like <laughs> they they made, and it's true. If you watch NBA compared to college basketball, oh yeah, the NBA players make so many more shots and. I don't know, for some reason, I guess it just wasn't relatable enough for me when I was younger. Now, I'm talking about when I was like 10, 11, 12, and 13. I was a huge college basketball guy because, you know, it's just it was just more relatable to me. And the teams were, you know, it was just different back then. I just wasn't as huge of an NBA fan. I wasn't quite the college football fan and NFL fan that I am now. But college basketball was keen to me back then, and I remember – that Arizona team with Aaron Gordon. Um, I know you just talked about that. You think this Arizona team is one of the best basketball teams you've ever watched. I remember uh, they kind of remind me of not they don't they're not the same in how they really play, but in terms of how good they are, they remind me of the Louisville 2014 or oh. 2015 national champion team Rick with Peyton, with Peyton Siva. Uh, that was the Kevin Ware year when he tore his mm. leg open, but. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, that team was so awesome in terms of college basketball and how good they were. That was one of my favorite teams to watch. And I'm not a Louisville fan, but 
that was an awesome season. Arizona yeah. kind of reminds me of that, even though it's not really the same thing. That's actually a fake championship that Louisville has, by the way. It got removed. They no longer have that championship. Um, Counts in my book. But they, they did, yeah, they did. They were the last team to win a game that year. Um, yeah. Even though they might have not, they don't have a championship anymore. They were the last team to win a game that year, and that would be phenomenal if Arizona were to do that. That would make all the Packers' losses the last few years worth it. Yeah. If I got to have a college basketball championship. Um, because I I first became an Arizona fan with the TJ McConnell years when they were like six seed, three seed in the tournament and stuff like that. That's when I very first became an Arizona fan. So I don't know much before that. TJ McConnell was like the first guy to introduce me into there. Um, but there's been a lot of good teams since a lot of good guys that have played at Arizona, and this is the best. This is the, the f- most fun team to watch. Like, I remember a few years ago when we – like, we had consistently been a really good team, but then we had the DeAndre Ayton stuff hit us and, the, you know, the allegations, and our team wasn't as good. So we had the guy like transfers from Duke, like Chase Jeter. Um, and, you know, that was a few years ago. But even before that, when we had Lowry Markinen, that was a fun team. Um, yeah. That was before DeAndre Ayton, that Lowry Markinen. That was – that really solidified my – uh, fandom as an Arizona fan. So this is, but this is by far the best team. This is the best. I've never actually felt confident about an Arizona team until now. Like as long as we play our A game, we're not losing. Yeah. But the problem is we have to play our A game every, every single game. Speaking of A game. Now you can say this for a lot of teams, but for the Tar Heels, especially, I mean, we saw it on display not last night, but the Saturday before that when they went into Cameron Indoor or Hansborough Indoor, as some Heels fans call it, <laughs> uh, and just picked apart Duke. And they can do that to just about any team, but they have to play like that and not like how they played uh, two nights ago against Virginia Tech. So they have the capability. I agree. But a lot of teams have that capability. You know, we've always talked about Memphis having that capability, and uh, a team like um, a team like Wisconsin can have that capability and stuff like that. So we'll see. It's just oh, it's gonna be fun next couple of weeks, man. Oh yeah, um, it's always fun watching the games during school. Yeah, <laughs> that's always the best part about it. Um. I remember in the past we've had school off. Like that's it's been over spring break that when these the, the first round of the tournament is, but this year that's not the case unfortunately. But second second round though. Yep, second, second round will be off, so that'll be fun. Um yeah, and you know Friday we're off school. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be getting to watch a bunch of first round games then too. So really freaking excited, but um so yeah, I think there's we could talk about this I think for a while, but there was, and we said this was going to be a college basketball episode. It is, but there's just one. Oh yeah, small bit of news it happened that a little just an hour ago. Out. About yeah, I guess now it's been about an hour. But uh, the goat, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, the best quarterback to ever set foot on a football field, will be unretiring and rejoining the Buccaneers. Still in the offseason. Big monkey off the back for the Buccaneers. They don't have to go searching for a quarterback or put their faith in Trask or Gabbert. Start next season. Yeah. But more, more importantly, 
Brady's back. He's back. Yeah, it's funny. We just got done talking about the NFC South and how it's wide open. And uh, with this, not with Brady being back, I think it's because not only will Brady come back, but he'll also probably bring a lot of people like Leonard Fournette, maybe Ryan Jensen, who are supposed to become free agents. Gronk was trying Gronk, thinking about leaving. Yeah, all those guys probably running it back again. So they're back. Yeah. NFC yeah. South is on lock once again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we talked about the Deshaun Watson thing, and, uh, you know, it seemed like that was open. You know, he would have to go up against Matt Ryan twice, which, you know, formidable quarterback, but um, not as fun to play against Tom Brady twice, home and away, no matter what. So I, we were, I'm in shock by it. I, yeah. It's awesome. He was just at, uh, a soccer game at overseas. You know, he was watching uh, Ronaldo, who I think had a hat trick. And I think he realized, he's like, man, I don't want to be in the stands anymore. I want to get back on the field. You know, it only took him two months to realize that he didn't want to be in the stands anymore and said he wanted to be back on the field. I think it was pretty respectable. You know, he had that, you know, he had that little retirement thing. He took a lot of time off to think about it. Uh, he retired. He thanked a lot of people. Buccaneers, teammates, fans, Patriots fans, Patriots Nation. Well, he's back, mm-hmm. and he's ready to run it back. And they instantly back to Super Bowl contender for the Buccaneers. Yep, unfortunate for the Packers. Um, yeah, I think we'll find out more in the coming days with free agency here, how much that affects the league. Um, so, yeah, it was supposed to be a strictly college basketball episode, but that obviously had to be said. <laughs> yeah. One of the biggest news of the – I mean, we just had a huge football episode, and this probably tops it all. So, yeah, I, I it's just – I it's just shocking. I mean, he took some time off, and that's all he needed to realize that he's not done, in fact. And it, I can totally see it. This was one of his best statistical years ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to retire in terms of if he wasn't as old as he was. You know, if he was like 35 and he retired at something like after a season like this, it would be like, whoa. But since he was like 43, you know, it made sense. But mm-hmm. I understand why he's coming back. You know, they can win a Super Bowl and that's what he wants. Yep. And it's a new storyline to create too. Yeah. He retired and he came back and won a Super Bowl. So, yeah. It's like yeah. Michael Jordan, two goats. <laughs> yep. Michael Jordan came back and won a title, uh, three of them actually. Yeah. And then uh, he did it again. And, uh, just average like 20 points per game, but whatever. All right. You want to give a final four to wrap up this episode? Yeah. Here? All right. Um, you got it first. Not unofficial. Unofficial. Unofficial final four. First look final fours here. Uh, definitely going to take Gonzaga. I'm going to take Kentucky. I'm going to go ahead and take – I'll skip that region. Arizona. So I so Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona, and I will go with Kansas or Iowa. Iowa. Wow. I that's a hot pick, but Iowa fun fact about uh Fran McCaffrey, their head coach, family business. Never made it to a sweet sixteen. This is the year. Despite being you know, it might be the year because, I mean, look at the teams they have to beat to get there. They got to beat Richmond, which is hot. 
and then either Providence or South Dakota State, who I think they will easily run through. Yeah. Might be the year they go to the Sweet 16, and once they do that, then sky's the limit. Um, my final four, I'm going to go with uh, Arizona. Obviously, I said that already. I'm going to go with Kansas as well. I think that I do think the Kansas Iowa matchup will be fun, but ultimately, I think it'll be Kansas. Obviously, Auburn, another top tier system there that, you know, they might, but Kansas right now is the play. Um, in the East Division, hmm. This is unofficial. 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna do a fun pick here. UCLA, UCLA. That would be so fun. I'm I'm like that would be super fun. I have them beaten Baylor or whoever in that. I have them in the Elite Eight. Um, so it'll either be them. I mean, Purdue obviously is a team that could do it as well. <laughs> that that one is. Who is gonna come out as a Final Four in that one? You got so many teams that you know. You got Kentucky. You got Baylor, the one who's probably not even the favorite to come out of that. Wouldn't it be As funny though? Wouldn't it be funny though if Baylor just ran through the entire brand? <laughs> just like, oh, okay, maybe they are just looking to repeat. Yep, that would be funny. But I mean, you have so many contenders. Like, it's not teams that like, oh, they could go on. like they're contenders. Mm-hmm. Purdue, Kentucky, UCLA, Texas. I would say would be a contender in Baylor. That's five in one spot. You know, I I can maybe name two or three in every other one. You know, in this one, I can name Arizona and Illinois. I would say Tennessee in yours, too. In Tennessee, yeah. I wouldn't say Villanova's a contender. Um, In this one, Kansas, Iowa, Auburn, uh, Gonzaga, Duke, and the other one, Texas Tech, even. Um, And, oh, I got to pick one more Final Four, I guess. Uh, mm. Gonzaga or Duke? Duke is not getting that far. I don't think they are. Uh well, well I think we're about to find out if it if it's rigged or not. I was hoping that there'd be another ACC team in this side of the bracket, but there's not. I was hoping for an ACC team to go up against Duke. That would be fun. Uh, I'll I'll pick Duke. Once again, this is unofficial, so I have Duke, UCLA, Arizona, and Kansas. Oh, my God, the slopper fest if that happens. Jesus Christ. No, no, no. Okay, actually, I don't want that to happen. I, I'll pick what I want to happen, all right? I want Gonzaga. Oh, it's win. unofficial. It's unofficial. I'm changing it, though. It's official now. Gonzaga in the Final Four, along with UCLA, Arizona, and Kansas. Arizona to the championship. Uh if Arizona's in the championship and has to play either Gonzaga or UCLA, that's a fun matchup either way. Arizona-UCLA, we saw that last night, how fun that can be. And Arizona-Gonzaga, which is what I'm going to pick, which will be a very popular pick. Obviously, it's the two best seeds. That would be, obviously, we were talking about Arizona. The revenge matchups with Illinois and Tennessee, that would be fun along the way. But to play Gonzaga in the national championship, let's give some context here. Tommy Lloyd is in his first season as Arizona's head coach. He has spent 20 years as the assistant coach to Mark Few at Gonzaga. To to have them play each other in the national championship would be truly incredible. One of them would finally get the national championship. I think it would be funny if Tommy Lloyd was the one to get it over Mark Few. Um, But if that is the case, I honestly – 
think Mark Few would never win at Gonzaga. Like, if he sees his assistant go to a Power 5 school and beat him in the championship, he's like, all right, there's nothing I can do here anymore. Which would be sad because as much as I hate Gonzaga, they are a mid-major school, and they've been consistently good. And so this is, I think, probably their best chance. I mean, last year was a great chance, too, but Baylor was really good. This might be their best chance to win. Yeah. I mean, they got to do it at some point. They got to win at some point. I don't know if this is their best chance to win. They got Chet. I don't know if this is their best chance. I feel like it was last year. They got Nemhard. And I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, but stay tuned. We're going to get ready to kind of wrap up this show here. Yeah. Um, but I think we may do similar style next week where we'll have our normal episode on Sunday. We'll record on Sunday, tape on our release it on Monday. And then we might have another one that's strictly NCAA just recapping the game. Yeah. Um, follow the Twitter, please. There. Uh, maybe Instagram as well. I'm not really sure how Instagram works. We will leave a link for our bracket challenge. We're going to have oh, a yeah. fan-wide uh, Show Me Show podcast bracket challenge. We'll be in it as well. Yep. We'll enter our own brackets. Um, you can enter your bracket, and we'll all be facing off against each other to see who has yep. the best bracket. Winner will be announced on the show. We'll be giving a shout-out yeah. to the winner. Unless it's one of us, obviously, we'll, we'll shout ourselves out. Yeah. But <laughs> um, And then stay tuned. We haven't decided, we haven't really quite figured this out, but there may be a YouTube video coming out soon as well, along with the two shows that's just us uh, talking about our bracket filled out. Yeah. And uh, that will be a shorter, kind of like a, a Show Me Show podcast short video. Yeah, like a fun channel. video. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for that. So Twitter, make sure to follow that so you can play in our bracket challenge. Uh, you know, you could just submit a fun bracket, you know, maybe yeah. not one that you fully believe in, but mm-hmm. it could be just for fun. And then stay tuned for the YouTube as well. And yeah. Yep. Uh, one last thing, the jacket that I've been talking about that every time I wear it for Arizona, we win. I'm wearing it right now for the YouTube. That's it. It will be worn every single game we play. Uh, especially if we play Bryant, I was going to say maybe except for the 16 seed, but if we play them, I will be a little bit worried. I will be wearing the jacket every single day. And I don't care if I wear it out because I'd rather wear it and us lose than me not wear it and then us lose. lose. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like I would have something to do with it. So it will be worn a lot here in the next few weeks, hopefully in the next few weeks anyway. Hopefully we make it that far. Yeah. But, yeah, so uh, what? wait, what was your champion? You just gave your final four. Oh, Arizona. <laughs> Unofficial, but could be very official. Arizona right now. Over. Oh, Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, that would actually be a little scary. Yeah. Not as is. fun as the Gonzaga-Arizona one. I'm I'm really – I don't like to root for Gonzaga, but I will be for that matchup strictly this year. And so that they beat Duke. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, we might try and work in some graphics to the YouTube as well to kind of just display what we were talking about. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that as well. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, fill out your brackets. One of the best times of the year. Yep. Bracket season, man. Um, I, I will be looking at this the rest of the night, just like so. holding it and clutching it. And Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys soon. Yep.